you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live in New York City. It's Wednesday, November 16th. (laughs) I'm Jamie Erdahl. Jason McCordy is bopping to the music video that we thought we were going to be on, which is why we just (laughs) jumped on camera right Right. there. It's Kyle Brandt. It's Peter Schrager. The band is back together. Jamie, right. we Jamie. miss you. Yeah, I miss you guys. Let's cut up this people. Miss you. We love go. you. You're yeah. our sister. You're back. You're Let's on the go. sidelines. Give us, oh, empty the bag. Okay. Start for the lead block. Start for the lead block. Oh, man. Way to set the stage. So oh, far no. this season, the Patriots have already defeated the Jets at MetLife Stadium. From what we just saw, that's not a huge surprise. But this week, Gangrene heads north. And it feels different, perhaps. Jets fans... You may want to avert your eyes, though. Um, things generally haven't gone well for you in Foxborough over the last 13 games there. Zero regular season wins mm-hmm. and 28 turnovers. Mm. 28 compared to five when they play up in Foxborough. Uh, so the Jets, uh, they head north to face the Patriots in the AFC East showdown. As it stands, uh, the Jets have a chance to take over the top spot. Given this uh, not-so-recent history, though, what do you think a win in New England would mean for the Jets? Right, the Jets have been on a bye week, right? And there's been a lot of positive vibes in this town yeah. because, hey, the last time we seen them, they beat the Bills. Yeah. And they're in the striking distance. And they haven't been to the playoffs in, in nearly a decade and all this stuff. And then who do we have to face? You know, the big bad wolf. Yeah. And, <laughs> and guess what? They're coming off a bye, too. Those numbers were startling. Mm-hmm. 13 straight losses in Foxborough. It's also 13 straight regular season games to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And then off a bye, here's Belichick in his career, and like, if, if you're not aware of it, Bill Belichick hates the Jets, just hates. And this is, uh, uh, you know, 15 and seven wins more times than he doesn't. 
26 points a game, gives up 17 points a game, turnover differential 14. He has spent his last 10 days crafting, building, working a game plan because if we know one thing about Bill Belichick, he takes away what you do best, right? And he makes you win with what you don't do. Essentially, the analogy I'm always given is, if you're a right-handed person, Bill Belichick makes you beat him with his left hand. And if you can beat him with his left hand, your left hand, great. To me, Zach Wilson is the Jets' left hand right now, all right? And Bill Belichick is not going to lose this game because of foolish penalties or because of bad turnovers or because Sauce Gardner has a pick six. Bill Belichick's gonna lose this game because Zach Wilson beat them. Mm. To me, if the Jets can go into Foxborough, house of horrors for them, and beat the Patriots and do it with Zach Wilson making plays, mm-hmm. then the Jets are for real. They're a team that needs to be reckoned with, and then we should be coming in on Monday and talking about, hey, Thanksgiving week, the Jets are one of the top teams in the yeah. NFL. Mm-hmm. Both teams mm-hmm. coming off a bye, no short weeks, no excuses. Go beat Mm. the Patriots in there and have Zach Wilson Mm. have a day, and then we're not asking all these questions and we're not poking holes in this great start. Mm. Yeah, I'm right with you. It would be a huge weight lifted off their shoulders, especially not only for this team, but for the fans of the New York Jets. We know the saying, same old Jets, everybody says it. But these fans have watched New England beat up on their team year after year. They probably can't even remember the last time they beat the New England Patriots, but it was in 2015. It was an overtime game. There's a lot of guys in that game that you don't even remember playing because it was so long ago, Fitzpatrick throwing passes to Quintia Nua. They're winning in overtime where the Patriots choose to kick the ball off thinking, hey, we go, we get a stop, we get the ball back, kick a field goal, we win the game. Yes. And the Jets surprise him. That long pass to a new one down the sideline. Eric Decker scores a touchdown. Eric Decker on the Eric Jets. Decker, sure, yes. Yeah. Brandon Marshall right there making pat. Brandon making Marshall. Catches. These guys are all out of the league. No. Somewhere on TV, Fitzpatrick, you'll see Thursday night uh, with his rocking his shirt with the chest hair open. Uh-huh. So for the Jets fans, like, look at this, remember it, relish in it believe that the Jets can come out and win this game. And it's a new generation for the Jets. A lot of the guys playing were in high school the last time they beat the New England Patriots. They don't know about it. They don't care about it. They're going in there. They're trying to change things. But for you New York Jets fans, it can happen. Believe it. Mm-hmm. You saw it right there. It was years ago. You were probably happier back then. Those moments have a chance to happen. Just believe it. You have to believe. You have and to. I believe the Jets are, are an old friend who's gone through a very dark period in their life. Mm-hmm. And personal problems problems, professional problems, you know, chemical problems, all kinds of things. And they're trying to get their life back together, and we, we're helping them, and we, we're hoping for them. But they have to go around and kind of atone and address for all the things in the past. Like, I never watched that shit. My, my name is Earl. Wasn't he going door to door being like, hi, I'm Earl. Sorry that happened back in the day. <laughs> they kind of had that deal going on right now. So the biggest thing that's happening here is they had the divisional losing streak, which they took care of. It's great. And that's just strike that one off the list. The haven't won in Foxborough in the regular season since one. And Jason, you just showed some old footage. I'm about to one-up you. Are you ready to have the standard definition mind-blown right now? The last time the Jets won in Foxborough in the regular season. Here we go. Oh, wait. That's Brett Favre, who's had a year. Um, Just understand, the last time they did this, guys, the Jets quarterback coach that day was Brian Dayball. Yeah. The Patriots starting linebacker was Mike Vrabel. A rookie for the Patriots was Matthew Slater. Nine days prior, Barack Obama had been an elected president. Sorry, McCain. Is Lavernius Coles? Yes, it's Lavernius Coles. Wow. Guys, not only Lavernius Coles, Peter, Groupon had just launched. <laughs> iPod Touch was killing Mangini. it. The man genius was showing up on The Sopranos. I think now, I'm not sure where he is. Kobe Bryant was jumping over a car in a viral video. Katy Perry was kissing a girl and liking it. And the Jets were kissing the Patriots' rings and hating it. (laughs) 
and that is how it has been ever since. So I love the new Jets. You get your life together. You get your groove back. Got a new haircut, new suit, and everything. I can't take you seriously as as anything other than a cool little story unless you take care of that business and go beat that man in the hooded sweatshirt in his house where all the banners are hanging. All right, you're making a lot of progress. You got a hobby. You got a job. You can show me a paycheck every couple of months. All right. Got to go take care of business. There. We're showing 08 footage in standard definition. We're talking about Groupon. You can't do it. Groupon. Give us something here. Groupon. Let's go. How many times before you can shake that feeling do they have to win this game in Foxborough? Just the one time? We got to break the streak. Okay. Break the streak. Start, Start a new there. one. Start so, there. like, we got it. Yeah. The, the wheel has to be broken, yeah. you know? So, everyone uh, went into the hallways at NFL Films to defend their <laughs> yeah. take sure. on this, right? Yeah. Deep. Okay. So, we all have kids under the age of 10. Yep. Indeed. So, I'm speaking to parents with kids under the age of 10 right now. Don't tell them about the same old Jets. The Jets need to play this game for the fans under the age of 10 okay. because they don't know what the what the worst has been. They don't know the 2008. They don't know what standard F is. All they know is 5K, 7K, 8K cameras. All they know are games that are broadcast on their phones and they're watching it in virtual reality while they're posting a TikTok and doing their homework somehow at the yeah. same time with seven screens up. Under the age of 10 fans, that's who you play for. Guys like Sauce Gardner because a 10-year-old right now is going to have a Sauce Gardner jersey True. going to school next week. Guys like Sauce Gardner who don't know any, no! any better. They don't know any better than to put that cheese hat on in Lambeau. He doesn't know the historical context of that. And frankly, if he does, he's so carefree and youthful with yeah. his pizzazz and energy that he's like, you know what? These are the Jets. It's not same old. It's just these are the Jets, period. This is what we are moving forward. So ignore those hallways in NFL films where these guys can pull up all these old highlights <laughs> and rip you for the games that you've lost yeah. in Foxborough. You can do this. Start a new page. You are the Jets, period. Let's go. Oh, that's a great speech. They're, they're doing it for the Roblox set. The little kids who play yeah. the Roblox. Yes. Roblox. Like, don't, Roblox. don't ruin them with your historical. And just as Jamie finishes, NFL Network rolls in more butt fumble footage. Oh, no. That's what we do. No. Yeah. Oh, dang Make up it. for it. Right. Make up for it. So they're going to try with uh, Ian Rapport's going to tell us a little rap bit. Rap knows Roblox. Right I know. Rap rap boys. Knows yeah, exactly. Don't taint the, your boys' rap sheet with some of this Jets historical stuff, right? Just let them have a clean slate. Will you agree to that, please? Uh, I will agree to that, though I do believe in giving my boys the entire context, just so if the Jets win, they understand <laughs> the significance of them winning. Oh. So maybe we'll do a little history lesson at breakfast after I get finished sure. telling you about kind of a really cool story going on with the Jets right now, actually. Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, the good doctor who stepped away in 2020 to fight in the front lines of COVID, actually played uh, for the Jets last year, played pretty well, then stepped away to finish his residency in a Montreal-area hospital. The good doctor is working out for the Jets again today, a potential reunion here for New York. And of course, the way things are set up now in today's NFL, they do need to sign him to the 53-man roster. They can just sign him to the practice squad, let him come in, let him get acclimated, and then potentially contribute to this team down the stretch. Uh, the medical stuff can wait a little bit. He has been through that. Sounds like that is essentially finished right now. So a potential addition to the New York Jets offensive line. Meanwhile, speaking of potential additions, Kyle, you were talking about addictive personalities of the New York Jets, right? How they're trying to get through that. Jerry Jones is here for it. He calls Odell Beckham Jr. He said, hold on, a talent like Beckham is addictive. In other words, he wants it, feed it into his arms. That is what Jerry Jones wants. They're still kind of dancing very publicly with Odell. He said, as the question that really needs to be asked, can he substantially get us above what we have at receiver? We shall see. Clearly a very optimistic 
Jerry Jones about potentially signing Beckham. Well, as he should be. There's nothing else Jerry Jones does better than be optimistic about something that could happen that could make his team better. And it's always a stay tuned situation. Ian Rapport, thank you very much. We'll talk to you Job sheet. in a little bit. Oh, it's time for Whiteboard Wednesday. According to Sports Business Journal, Sunday's Cowboys-Packers game was the most watched matchup of the year so far with an average of 29.2 million viewers. The Week 11 game, again, let's spin it forward, that uh, you think will get 30 million viewers and you'll be tuning into yep. as one of those 30 million will be. I go back to August, Jamie, where I brought up a full screen graphic and was like, you know, 21 of our NFL Network colleagues, everyone you see on the network, were asked to pick Super Bowl champions mm -hmm. for this season. Five of the 21, a quarter of the people on our network chose the Chargers not to make it to the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, parade. The hype was real, yet again, annual August tradition. <laughs> what do you know? We're heading towards Thanksgiving, and the Chargers are right where they always are. Five and four and just out of the playoff picture. Going out here, oh, home no. game. Yeah. You've got the Chiefs. You've got a statement to make. Justin Herbert coming off a primetime game last Sunday night where you lost against the San Francisco 49ers and threw a pick to Telenoa Hufanga at the end. The Chiefs and the Chargers always have classics. We saw the Amazon one in week two this week this year where Herbert got hurt, got up, and tried valiantly to come back. We've seen the Chargers win in Arrowhead in the past. We've seen the Chargers give the Chiefs everything in L.A. Chargers, don't be 500 going into Thanksgiving. You're home. If you're that team, if you're the team everyone thought you were going to be, win this game. Go beat the Chiefs. I'm watching Chargers Chiefs Sunday night. Tariko Collinsworth, sign me up. <laughs> I like that. I'll be watching that one too. But for me, you don't always get the great games on Thursday Night Football. And we talk about it and just like, oh, this one's going to be a great game. We hype it and it's not Say really we lie. bad. You oh. played in some of those days, didn't you? <laughs> I played in a lot of Titans. A lot of, a lot of a, Titans a, a, Thursday night. Speaking of the Titans, yeah, there you go. we're going to be playing <laughs> House Green oh. Bay Packers. House. And this isn't a matchup we always get to see. And the storylines behind it, Aaron Rodgers, them getting the win versus the Cowboys, breaking their streak. Are they back? Will they be able to ascend and keep going upward trajectory to make it into the playoffs and make a run. But the Tennessee Titans are always there. They're always steady. They won six out of their last seven. A game to Kansas City they lost on primetime without Ryan Tannehill. He'll be back in the lineup Thursday night. And this one's going to be a fun one. I know it's my former team, but I'll be tuned in watching to see what Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are going to yeah. do. And just see the consistent Titans go out there and continue to play good ball. I'll be tuned in. Titans versus Packers. I was just trying to find out if Ian Eagle was calling my game because this one feels like an Ian Eagle special. Okay. It's the hoodie against the receipts. Nice. It's Bill Belichick and Robert Sala, and it's the Jets and the Patriots. We just spent the whole 7-8 talking about this game and defending why this could be a moment for the Jets, which would be incredible for them to go up to Foxborough. But Bill Belichick has some slander on his name these days with, like, mm. is he the coach of the past? Can he retain mm. his namesake? Is he truly Bill Belichick, a coach that stands on his own merit, mm. if you will? And I feel like he's got to go. He always has some things to prove with that hoodie on. But uh, I like this game, just Patriots. And I, it's, I feel like it's an Iron Eagle game. I have a sense. We got Tony and Jim in uh, Minnesota doing Dallas, Minnesota. I yes. would think Ian and Charles yes, are down there. Yes, absolutely. Well, Peter talked about the yep. reputation of the Chargers. I have two teams where they have really good records, but something seems just sort of off. And like, wouldn't you say that both about these yeah. two teams year yeah. after year? The game that Peter just mentioned. This is a great game right here, records-wise, quarterback storyline-wise. Minnesota just had like they just won the game of the year. Mm -hmm. Now go home, don't lose 31-13 to, to Dallas. And Dallas 
You just had the biggest loss of the year for you. Show us something. Show us a sign of life so that you're not just another kind of front-running, glamorous Cowboys team that's going to fall on its face. Big ramifications this one. Dallas versus Minnesota. Can I just tell you guys that we had the game in Germany, uh-huh. and then Vikings-Bills was on, so we got to watch it late night in Germany. And Brenda Warner, Kurt Warner's wife, sure. has a video on mm-hmm. her phone of me after having some wine watching the end of that Vikings sure. game. Oh, yeah. Let's just say that that video just needs to stay where it remains in Brenda Warner's <laughs> Take phone. Take it easy, Brenda. I was right. thrilled. That's I was great. thrilled. Yeah. Speaking of the Bills, Bills fans are used to dealing with the snow for home games, but this Sunday's matchup against the Browns could be different. Uh, it's going to put them to the test, both teams, with an expected one to two feet of snow coming this weekend. Your favorite NFL weather game of all time is, Peter? It's the most brutal, hard-hitting, you know, potentially rule-changing game that we've seen in the last decade. Pittsburgh went to Cincinnati on a Saturday night in the playoffs a few years ago, and it's known as, like, the Vontez Perfect game, but it wasn't just uh, Vontez yeah. Perfect. It was yeah. And this was two teams that just absolutely despised it. A.J. McCarron right. gets the start. Yeah. Played well. Big deficit early. Bengals come all the way back. Steelers then at the end find a way. But the weather was so cold, and in that stands in Cincinnati, their first home playoff game in a while where they really thought they were going to get the best of Pittsburgh. There was so much tension. I was in the building that night, and I remember just being like, how cold, how brutal, how AFC North is this? McCarron played valiantly. It wasn't enough. The Steelers got the victory. Yeah. Joey Porter, all those guys. Not the league's Joey greatest Porter was night. Porter on a coach. Yes, a coach. not the league's greatest night from a rule standpoint. Safety. But yeah. from a tough, hard-nosed, yeah. cold-weather game. I don't think that game would have been played that way if it was in Arizona or Texas. Fans of Taylor Swift are a little stressed this week as they hope to be lucky enough to score tickets to her Eras Tour, which is happening in 2023. Uh-oh. They're going to go on sale a little bit later this week. There was a pre-sale that happened in the last 48 hours. It's been a whole thing. Go read about it. The I concert. heard about that. <laughs> but the concert, past or present, that you have done anything to get your hands on tickets okay. would be... September 7th, 1970. What do you got? I'm taking you to the uh, International Hotel in a little town we call Las Vegas. Give me Elvis, 1970, Vegas. Wow. Hey, the Colonel put him in in Vegas for a long extended tour. People thought Elvis was done. He was doing 26 shows a week, I think. Elvis said, I'm not done, Colonel. I I will work my butt off. Was it one of the least lucrative deals you could imagine with yep. management? And yet, this guy showed up, put together a concert in Vegas that is still legendary. If you watch the new Elvis movie, mm-hmm. I think this Austin Butler is his sure. name. He's fantastic, plays him to a T, sweating bullets, and wins the fans all the way back. Elvis was apparently irrelevant. Comes back, does these set of shows in Vegas. I wish, I wish mm. I was there. Who doesn't want to go see Elvis? But for me, I'm going with another guy, the exact opposite of an Elvis. I am going. DMX in 1999. Oh, wow. That's our show. We go go from Elvis to DMX. DMX. You want to be at that show? Yes, I want to be at that show. DMX 99 Woodstock. He has on red overalls, and he's out there as performing. You just see a mosh pit of guys just running around, jumping into each other. I remember hearing Jay-Z talk about watching DMX in concert. He'd go out there, and next thing you know, you hear... <laughs> and the crowd goes wild, and he's performing, everybody's going nuts, and then he finishes, he does a prayer, and then he performs slipping, and Ooh. everybody in the crowd just has tears going. I want to be at a concert where you could be running into people, having a blast, and then the next moment, you're so succumbed to the moment that you have tears rolling down your eyes. Mm-hmm. DMX, rest in peace. I would have loved to have gone to one of his concerts. All right. 
Uh, story time. Where do you want to go? Motown 25. Mm. Talk to Let us. me take you to May 16th, 1983. It is a celebration of Motown on the 25th anniversary, and it is a reflection back on Motown. And so everyone from Marvin Gaye to Diane Ross to Smokey Robinson, Temptations, were not allowed to play any new music. They wanted to play their new songs, of course, but no, 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 no. It is reflection back on Motown. However, 25-year-old Michael Jackson went to the producer and said, just let me rehearse this song, let me show it to you, and then maybe you'll allow me to do it. In the rehearsal, does Billie Jean. It's a new song he has not released yet, and the producer says, go ahead and do it. I'll take the phone call for Smokey Robinson. Do the, do the, do the Billie Jean. Goes on stage, 25 years old. He's got the socks. He's got the hat. He's got, you know, the little penny loafer shoes. And he does Billie Jean live in front of an audience. And it is so youthful, so exuberant, so unbelievable. And at the three minute, 40 second Talk mark, about it, Kyle. the third take, take chorus. Take what happens? Three minute, 40 second after the third chorus, Michael Jackson, for the first time in history, hits the moonwalk, Whoa. and the crowd screams, like almost in terror, like they don't know what they're seeing. He hits the moonwalk, he goes directly into a spin, and then goes up on the tiptoes, <laughs> and everybody's head just exploded. And he had never Gosh. seen it before, he had never done it before, and he had never performed Billie Jean before, and that is really when the legend exploded. And if I'm there in the audience, May 16th, 1983, I probably would have cried. I probably would have fainted. <laughs> I love Elvis. I love DMX. Okay. 25-year-old Michael Jackson bypassing all the rules and saying, let me do Billie Jean. I think you'd like it. Oh. And then hitting the moonwalk. Like, that's, that's the moment for me. I got goosebumps right now. I think we all want to go there with you. Woo! Huge guest coming up. Former Bear, Raven, Smith. Yeah. The show. Let's go. I was thrilled when I saw this on the lineup. That's fantastic. We want to hear all about his time in Baltimore so Hell far. Yeah. More Good Morning Football coming your You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant 
the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Good morning, football! Cowboys Packers coming off dramatic overtime games in Week 10. The Vikings down in the Bills while the Cowboys fell to Green Bay. Uh, these finals must have some knock on the effect of these teams moving forward. Sure. Want a loss, want to win. Which team's response to their Week 10 overtime intrigues us the most heading mm-hmm. into this particular matchup mm-hmm. in Minnesota, Jeff? Cowboys-Vikings. Cowboys-Vikings is going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm looking at the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. And for me, obviously, the Vikings, they're the ones coming off the win. The Cowboys fell short. But it's more than that for me because this Cowboys <laughs> team, they missed Dak Prescott for a while. Cooper Rush was in there. And they found their recipe for winning games. It was running the football and playing really good defense. They ran the ball well versus Green Bay, but the defense, they gave up a ton of yards on the ground, over 200 yards. And before the bye week, they played the Chicago Bears where they gave up 250 yards on the ground. So two games, 447 yards overall in those two games. And you can't win that way. They are built to win with those stars on defense. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Trevon Diggs. And when you can't stop the run, it doesn't allow you to rush the passer the way you want. So that stops those guys like Micah Parsons, forcing them to get off the ball to try to help stop the running game. So I want to see how the Dallas Cowboys defense responds. Micah Parsons talked about it this week and trying to egg his guys on like, we need to do better. We cannot allow this. So for me, stop that run. Allow those guys on the edge to get after the quarterback. They had a sack on Aaron Rodgers for a sack fumble early in the game. Only had one sack after that and not a ton of Mm -hmm. pressure. So for them, defensively, you have to find a way to turn this thing around. And there's injuries in the secondary. Anthony Brown got a concussion. We already know Jordan Lewis is out for the rest of the year with a Liz Frank injury. So guys are going to have to step up, and they didn't do that this past Sunday. Three passes of over 30 yards killed Mm -hmm. them in the air as well. Jamie, national TV game, CBS, Nance and Romo on the call, 430 window, no other major game in that window. What's the scene going to be like in Minnesota when they welcome in the 8-1 Vikings back to their home field? You've been to so many of these Vikings Mm -hmm. games. I think Vikings fans are tepid in their approach here because I think we're a little, this is uncharted territory. Mm. To be this good this late in the season and to have the expectations finally mounting, I think for a long time in the show, we hadn't talked about the Vikings just yet, but that win last week against the Bills, I think kind of set the stage where all of a sudden the Vikings fans are going to be like, let's go, we're out here, we're surrounding the stadium, it might be snowing on us, it doesn't matter, but it's happening. I think finally... They have arrived, and now it's like it's nervous, though. It's like a nervous, good feeling. Great, great preface because um, I think your fan base, and I say yours because you grew up in Minnesota, has been through a lot of the game after the game. And what do I mean by that? Let's go uh, a few years back. They get the Minneapolis miracle. We slay all these dragons, Mm. and it's like we're going to the NFC Championship game. We're a house on fire. They go to Philly the very next week, and it's you know, LeGarrette Blunt running all over their faces, and it's mm-hmm. right after a Kyle Rudolph touchdown, it's just, it's all Eagles. And it's like, well, we got to the NFC Championship game, and once he got there, flea flicker to Torrey Smith, the whole thing. <laughs> we remember the Minneapolis Miracle. That was a divisional round game. Yeah. And that game was great and all, and it was an amazing win, but the very next week, they laid an egg. All right, a couple years later, Kirk Cousins, who can't win a big game for his life, everyone tells you that, goes into New Orleans the toughest place to play, and beats the Saints in a playoff game, and everyone celebrates. Well, Cousins slayed the dragon, slayed the dragon. 
Very next week, the, the Niners ran the ball all over the Vikings. Jimmy Garoppolo is hitting everybody. Blowout. The game after the game. Blowout. Mm. So I bring it to this week where I think this Vikings win over the Bills on Sunday was one of the biggest Vikings wins in a decade. Uh, usually those games go the other way. They, they fall for the other team. And usually the Vikings find a way to lose those games. Instead, they came back from 17 points on the road, got the lucky bounces, had crazy things happen to the other team, and then sealed the deal and put it away with great defense at the end. Mm-hmm. Don't drop the ball in the game mm-hmm. after the game. Yep. Everyone's going to be watching. The mm-hmm. fan base is frothing right now for this team. Yeah. Don't let Micah Parsons blow up your dreams. Don't let Dak throw for 350 yards on this defense after the performance he just had against Josh Allen. To me, I'm fascinated to see how the Vikings respond because, yes, new coach, new GM, a lot of new faces, but there is still that logo. Mm-hmm. And that logo often fails in the mm-hmm. game after the game. Mm-hmm. Race another game. narrative. Mm-hmm. Come on, go win that game after the game. But the, the chains game. are funny, the thing. Chains are great. That's right? all it's good great. for the mojo. Right. That's really nice to see in October and November. Yeah. But it's, you know, do we see it in January and February? But mm-hmm. that's kind of an argument you can make for both of these teams. Mm-hmm. between the Cowboys and the Vikings. I really tried hard last night just not to immediately jump on the dock and be like, oh, the Vikings, because then I get to talk about them. I really wanted to take a perspective of how can I make this defense for the Cowboys to be the most intriguing bounce back? And I really landed 50-50 on this. For me, it's like, which bag of chips do you want? Cooler ranch or traditional? Sour oh, yeah. Skittles regular? Do you want coffee or water? Tea or coffee? Coffee is for closers. Which one of these games, which one of these teams is going to close out a chapter in their season, a very long season, where you become you bubble to the surface here in the NFC this to me we can't speak on the bills and the fact that this is a long season Von Miller has the approach like we're fine we're six and three and then I turn the page on this game and not act as if this isn't a big deal this is a huge deal for both of these teams and frankly I think the one that emerges in Minnesota they have an edge they have an attitude about them and that holds a lot of weight to come November 20th uh, this weekend in fact week week 11 I just I cannot decide my point I cannot decide between these two how, what the intrigue is going to be and, and how they can defend here because this is what they're staring down here. Vikings can't have the game after the game. The Cowboys, ad nauseum, we have talked about their postseason challenges and that's putting it nicely. But the point is, over the last 10 years, they've made it to the postseason, these two guys, seven times collectively and they've only won four games. They cannot carry the weight all the way to a divisional game. They can't carry the weight to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what is the franchise definition going to be for either of these teams this mm-hmm. season? I cannot decide. Coffee. It's tough. They, they, they have so much in common. And I was just thinking uh-huh. for Minnesota, the Philadelphia loss has got to fire you up. Like, let's go get the one seed. Let's have the playoffs go through yeah. us. But for me, it goes through the Cowboys. Interesting time right now for Dak Prescott. Very interesting. Year seven. And not a new head coach, not a new coordinator. How good is Dak? Like, what is the state of the Dak nation? Uh, I'll tell you this. Like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers' backup is going 4-1 and one when he gets hurt. I don't think Tom Brady's backup is going 4-1. and one. I know Cooper Rush was very effective, and they won football games. I just think, you know, Jason was talking about this defensive back for the Packers, Rudy Ford, and we're showing these interceptions he has, and I'm watching him hype Rudy Ford, and I'm like, geez, Dak was really bad against the Packers. Like, they're just awful interceptions. Like, what was Dak doing? And you finally had this day, Jay, where Micah Parsons wasn't the the wrecker of worlds, and it's like, Dak, can you pick us up? You got a 14-point lead. Why don't you put this thing away? Either handoff or don't turn it over. 
So I bring it to the bargument. Let's look at the NFC quarterbacks. And you got the old guard and Brady and Rodgers and Stafford are kind of on the way out. And then you got the some of the younger guys and some of Dak's class. The old bargument about you got to win a game right now. Right now. And you got you, your, your life depends on it or you bet on it or whatever the hell. Do you want to have Dak Prescott as your quarterback this Sunday or would you rather have Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts looks really good. Would you rather have Dak Prescott or do you want to have Geno Smith? Um, how about Kirk Cousins? How about Justin Fields? Would you rather have him out there than Dak? In none of those cases am I like, oh, no, Dak, Dak, Dak. I just can't get there yet. Not this season. It's been a weird season. Hurt, wins above replacement wasn't great, and then you finally have this big game, and it's the most watched game of the year uh, in, the, in the late window. Up 14 in the fourth quarter. Up 14, yeah. and you're at Lambeau, and it's like, let's take this thing. Let's Dak have a moment. He didn't. And so now if you go and you lose to Kirk Cousins, who allegedly can't win any big games, now it's another bad reflection on you. So I just am not sure where we are on Dak, you the viewer, or we as a show, about, like, Dak's the man. Dak's can win the play. I just don't know yet. Yeah, if you're to do the rankings of the quarterbacks, I have no idea where you put Dak. The whole Dak. league? Yeah, I have no idea where you put Dak. Yeah. 13? Consistent. I don't know. Not top 10? Yeah. Right? Consistent, but still not. But my question, like, you brought up Cooper Rush as well. Sure. The Cowboys threw the ball 46 times. Yeah, that's weird. When Cooper Rush was in there. They weren't throwing the ball that much. So some of it is just like, why are we changing the recipe that got us to where we are? I don't know? think it was Kellen Moore's best game, especially in the yeah. second half. It's interesting that both of these quarterbacks, I think, whenever you get into the argument with somebody, they, people always throw the stats at you. And, like, both that applies to both Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. But, like, the feel, like, when you go to rank a quarterback, yeah. it's not just statistically. It's like you have a feel for the guy that you want when you're up 14 in the fourth quarter. Who can put it away? There's that it factor. Jay, the it factor, the competitive, can, can edgy. One more point here. Yes. This yes. is the game on Sunday. It's a huge yeah. game. Both these teams have a really quick turnaround and play on Thanksgiving. The Cowboys host the Giants. The Vikings have to go to New England. So you've got now, in the next 10 days, two monster games for both these teams. To your point, the quarterbacks don't have a ton of history of saying, hey, come on my back. I got yeah. you. Let's yeah. lead it. Let's go. Usually get one or two or 0 for two from these quarterbacks. Let's see what they can do in these big games. And gosh, what a test for those head coaches too. Yep. First time Kevin O'Connell and Mike McCarthy. Like, can you bounce back from an emotional loss for him? All right, coming up. What is it like for a defensive player to put on a Ravens jersey? There's a lot of expectation there. Walk in the footsteps of Hall of Famers like Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. We're gonna get answers like those questions from Roquan Smith. He's gonna join us later in the show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. It's a play that Josh Allen may want to forget, but he probably won't all season long. It's the fumbled snap that the Vikings recovered in the end zone that eventually led to overtime and a win for the Vikings. Uh, Kyle Brandt's basement had Josh Allen, the weekly guest on a Tuesday, on the show yesterday to talk about that failed quarterback sneak. Yeah, we were running kind of a, a push dog is what we call it, or like a push quarterback sneak. You know, and the ball just kind of slipped away from me and Unfortunately, you know, when I'm getting pushed, I'm trying to go back and get the ball. And, you know, Gabe doesn't know that I, I dropped the ball. So he's not looking for it. I'm trying to get it. And it just kind of bounced their way. And again, it's on the one inch yard line. So you've got to you've got to do it. You have to do quarterback sneak. And sometimes those, those interior D linemen just get a nice little rush, you know, because they, they have no fear. You know, if we're off sides, we're off sides. But they're, they're trying to make something something happen there. And again, that's that's the pretty part. But I, I was proud of how our team responded to that. We could have you know, put our heads between, you know, down our chest and our tails between our legs and called it a game. We went out and we had a really good uh, two-minute drive to end the game there and gave us a shot in the in overtime. So, The tail between the leg, the dog sneak, the actual dog in the background of that clip. We've got a lot going <laughs> on there. A lot of action, yeah. That's Scotty um, the dog. That's Scotty the dog. Yeah, All right, good, good. good. Um, what do you make of this? The Bills game, that conversation uh, with him. Kyle, what do you got? I think he was really, really pissed after the game about how he played and how they lost, and I think he has let it go, and I think a lot of the um, the mentality and the positivity for the Bills this year is coming from Von Miller, and I think that is a huge reason they brought him in. Von, after the game, right afterwards, when everyone was apoplectic, he was like upbeat, cheery. He's like, guys, we're 6-3. and three. It's fine. You lose games. Like, it, Don't worry about it. We're still going to do everything we want to do, and we've talked about this. Last year's Rams team that Von was on lost three games in a row in November, and their quarterback led the NFL and interceptions. They end up winning the Super Bowl. Uh, last year, Buffalo lost three games out of four right in the middle of the season and end up you know, being ahead of the Chiefs with 13 seconds left to go in the game. I think Josh was really mad, and I think they were very focused about this game, but they, I don't think they're coming apart psychologically at all. They've been down this road before, and I think they'll be good this it's week. It's an interesting sports media conversation because I've been accused of, of, of doing this for Mahomes, and now we're doing it with Allen. Where why do you guys let him get away with that? Like, If Lamar Jackson did that in a game, you would all be jumping down his throat. If Baker Mayfield did that in a game, you'd all be... But Josh Allen it's like, ah, whatever, he's a good guy, and he leads the league in interceptions. It's a wonder if they can bounce back and if he himself can tighten this up because I think those interceptions are far more yeah. precarious than that fumble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you said, though, I love the positivity in this interview. Like, it's over. We're moving on. We're moving past it because sometimes when you have to talk about something so much, you get that sunken place, and he's not. Like, hey, it happened. We have another game. We're 6-3. and three. We're where we want to be. Let's keep going. Yeah, they should both have that stance, both the Vikings and the Bills. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.